As a friar, there are many benefits, one of which that might be a bit particular to me is I don't have to buy anybody Christmas presents. Now, some of you, that would be like a penance, which could also be a good reason to become a friar. This is a good vocational plug here. I hated buying Christmas presents back in the day before I was a friar. Well, it's a lot of money. Not that I was cheap about it. I liked doing that bit. It's just, what do you get for people? It's just really tricky. I would get really, really stressed about it and put it off and then just get rubbish. And they, anyway, just a whole pile of stress and anxiety. And, and then there's nothing worse, is there? When, you know, they, they open it, and they're like, oh, thanks. And you have, you've sweated blood over this thing. So gift giving, it's a big part of Christmas. And I'm not gonna like go after all, oh, and it's a terrible thing. It's also, you know, consumeristic. There can be something really beautiful about it because Christmas at its heart is the receiving by humanity of the greatest gift ever, which is God. And the greatest thing you could ever receive is Jesus and him into your life and send the gift of salvation. I mean, he just, and then he gives you more gifts. He gives you the Eucharist. He gives you confession, all the sacraments. He gives you his constant grace. He gives you the gift of prayer. I mean, it, uh, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. He is goodness. He is overflowing. He loves to give gifts. And it says in scripture, God loves a cheerful giver. That must then be the way that he gives. When he gives, he delights in it. He's cheerful. He probably loves the fact that we give gifts. But, and here is the but. Have you ever noticed something funny about our gift giving? Have you ever had someone give you a gift at Christmas or birthday or whatever, and then gone, oh, Dang it, I never got them a gift. Now I have to get them something. You do that one? Or they send you a card. I'm like, oh, now, now I have to send them a card. Do you know what that is? That's not gift giving. That's a trade. That's like the marketplace. So you give me something and I have to give you something back, right? You give me money, I give you the thing you want to buy. Or we barters. You give me that thing, I give you this thing. That's trade. That's not gift giving. A gift is free. <laughs> that means... I give you something and you don't have to get me anything. I, but did you ever get like that feeling? Oh no, but if I don't get them something, then, you know, they're going to be all like, oh, oh, I'm a cheapskate. Oh, I was like, well, I did all that for you. And what about, what are you going to do for me? And you can be afraid of that. So you feel pressure to do it. Maybe you're, you are lazy and ungenerous, like I sometimes could be. Or maybe you actually get the whole thing of a gift. You go, wow. Oh, thank you so much. Like really, because... Because you gave this to me and, and you're not expecting anything back. That's amazing. Because that's what love does. It gives something and it doesn't expect anything back. But most of us, not looking at anybody in particular, most of us when we give stuff, we expect something back. And we're hurt when they don't give it back. Like if you gave all these gifts to all these people and nobody gave you anything, you'd be thinking, ungrateful gifts. <laughs> And I want to encourage you to just examine your heart on this whole gift giving thing and not to stop giving gifts. Maybe, maybe some gifts you need to not give and to try to, to use that biblical principle. God loves a cheerful giver and to decide I will only give gifts if I can give them cheerfully and maybe essentially with love. I'm going to give these gifts out of love and never out of a sense of obligation or bribery or anything. And I'm definitely going to try to not have any expectation that these people will give me anything back. Think of how a parent acts towards their baby, new baby. So you give and give and give to this beautiful little baby. And like they are the most inconvenient, awkward, probably like waking you up at all hours of the night. You're sleep deprived, tortured, 
they're crying, they're screaming, they're puking on you, they're pooping on their, I mean, it's, it's a mess. All your parents out there, you know what I'm talking about. It is a mess. I don't know what I'm talking about. And what do they give you in return? Well, I've already told you. <laughs> puke and poop and pee, which all start with pee. I, that's very unusual. They sleep, they eat your food, they accept your gifts, hopefully. They accept them very gladly. In fact, they devour them and they don't give much in return. There's not too much, um, you know, productivity, shall we say. But yeah, they, what do you give in return? You're like, you get nothing and you just love them more. And you keep choosing this beautiful life of gift of love, of real love. And love is to give without hope of return, without desire or needing a return. And, you know, eventually they'll like grow up and they'll be able to have an adult conversation with you and they might get you a nice Christmas present. Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad, for all that stuff. I'm off. So your challenge, your mission, Jim, this Christmas, should you decide to accept it is, have a think about that. Give it a go. Check yourself when you feel sad, when some you gave something and they didn't give it back, or you didn't get a card, you didn't hear from so-and-so. That's on them. But your job is to love and to really love. And let your gift giving be an expression of that love, not part of the culture of transaction and bribery that we live in. Try to live a more loving Christmas this year. God bless you and have a great Christmas and enjoy your shopping.